Hello folks and welcome back to Bible in a Year. Today is day 242. We are starting off with Tobit chapters 1 through 3. The book of the Acts of Tobith, the son of Tobiel, son of Ananiel, son of Adul, son of Gabel, of the descendants of Asiel and the tribe of Naphtali, who in the days of Shalmaneser, king of the Assyrians, was taken into captivity from Thisbe, which is to the south of Kedesh Naphtali in Galilee above Asher. I, Tobit, walked in the ways of truth and righteousness all the days of my life, and I performed many acts of charity to my brethren and countrymen who went with me into the land of the Assyrians, to Nineveh. Now when I was in my own country, in the land of Israel, while I was still a young man, the whole tribe of Naphtali, my forefather, deserted the house of Jerusalem. This was the place which had been chosen from among all the tribes of Israel, where all the tribes should sacrifice, and where the temple of the dwelling of the Most High was consecrated and established for all generations forever. All the tribes that joined in apostasy used to sacrifice to the calf Baal, and so too the house of Naphtali, my forefather. But I alone went often to Jerusalem for the feasts, as it is ordained for all Israel by an everlasting decree. Taking the first fruits and the tithes of my produce and the first shearings, I would give these to the priests, the sons of Aaron, at the altar. Of all my produce I would give a tenth to the sons of Levi, who ministered at Jerusalem. A second tenth I would sell, and I would go and spend the proceeds each year at Jerusalem. The third tenth I would give to those to whom it was my duty, as Deborah, my father's mother, had commanded me, for I was left an orphan by my father. When I became a man, I married Anna, a member of our family, and by her I became the father of Tobias. Now when I was carried away captive to Nineveh, all my brethren and my relatives ate the food of the Gentiles, but I kept myself from eating it, because I remembered God with all my heart. Then the Most High gave me favor and good appearance in the sight of Shalmaneser, and I was his buyer of provisions. So I used to go into Media, and once at Rajas in Media I left ten talents of silver in trust with Gabael, the brother of Gabrias. And when Shalmaneser died, Sennacherib his son reigned in his place, and under him the highways were unsafe, so that I could no longer go into Media. In the days of Shalmaneser I performed many acts of charity to my brethren. I would give my bread to the hungry and my clothing to the naked, and if I saw any one of my people dead and thrown out behind the wall of Nineveh, I would bury him. And if Sennacherib the king put to death any who came fleeing from Judea, I buried them secretly, for in his anger he put many to death. When the bodies were sought by the king, they were not found. Then one of the men of Nineveh went and informed the king about me that I was burying them, so I hid myself. When I learned that I was being searched for to be put to death, I left home in fear. Then all my property was confiscated, and nothing was left to me except my wife Anna and my son Tobias. But not fifty days passed before two of Sennacherib's sons killed him, and they fled to the mountains of Ararat. Then Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his place, and he appointed Ahikar, the son of my brother Anil, over the accounts of his kingdom and over the entire administration. Ahikar interceded for me, and I returned to Nineveh. Now Ahikar was cupbearer, keeper of the signet, and in charge of administration of the accounts, for Esarhaddon had appointed him second to himself. He was my nephew. When I arrived home, and my wife Anna and my son Tobias were restored to me at the Feast of Pentecost, which is the sacred festival of the seven weeks, a good dinner was prepared for me, and I sat down to eat. Upon seeing the abundance of food, I said to my son, Go and bring whatever poor man of our brethren you may find who is mindful of the Lord, and I will wait for you. But he came back and said, Father, one of our people has been strangled and thrown into the marketplace. 
so before I tasted anything I sprang up and removed the body to a place of shelter until sunset, and when I returned I washed myself and ate my food in sorrow. Then I remembered the prophecy of Amos, how he said, Your face shall be turned into mourning, and all your fest festivities into lamentation, and I wept. When the sun had set, I went and dug a grave and buried the body, and my neighbors laughed at me and said, He is no longer afraid that he will be put to death for doing this. He once ran away, and here he is burying the dead again. On the same night I returned from burying him, and because I was defiled I slept by the wall of the courtyard, and my face was uncovered. I did not know that there were sparrows on the wall, and their fresh droppings fell into my open eyes, and white films formed on my eyes. I went to physicians, but they did not help me. Ahikar, however, took care of me until he went to Elimes. Then my wife Anna earned money at women's work. She used to sell, send the products to the owners. Once, when they paid her wages, they also gave her a kid, and when she returned it to me it began to bleat. So I said to her, Where did you get the kid? It is not stolen, is it? Return it to the owners, for it is not right to eat what is stolen. And she said, It was given to me as a gift in addition to my wages. But I did not believe her and told her to return it to the owners, and I blushed for her. Then she replied to me, Where are your charities and your righteous deeds? You seem to know everything. Then in my grief I wept, and I prayed in anguish, saying, Righteous art thou, O Lord, all thy deeds and all thy ways are mercies and truth, and thou dost render truth true and righteous judgment for ever. Remember me and look favorably upon me. Do not punish me for my sins and for my unwitting offenses, and those which my fathers committed before thee. For they disobeyed thy commandments, and thou gavest us over to plunder, captivity, and death. Thou madest us a byword of reproach to all the nations among which we have been dispersed. And now thy many judgments are untrue, exacting penalty from me for my sins and those of my fathers, because we did not keep thy commandments, for we did not walk in truth before thee. And now deal with me according to thy pleasure. Command my spirit to be taken up, that I may depart and become dust. For it is better for me to die than to live, because I have heard these false reproaches, and great is the sorrow within thee. Command that I now be released from my distress, to go to the eternal abode. Do not turn thy face away from me. On the same day at Ekbatanan Ek in Media, it also happened that Sarah, the daughter of Raguel, was reproached by her father's maids, because she had been given to seven husbands, and the evil demon Asmodeus had slain each one of them before he had been with her as his wife. So the maid said to her, Do you not know that you strangle your husbands? You already have had seven, and have had no benefit from any of them. Why do you beat us? If they are dead, go with them. May we never see a son or daughter of yours." When she heard these things, she was deeply grieved, even to the thought of hanging herself, but she said, I am the only child of my father. If I do this, it will be a disgrace to him, and I shall bring his old age down in sorrow to the grave. So she prayed by her window and said, Blessed art thou, O Lord my God, and blessed is thy holy and honored name forever. May all thy works praise thee forever. And now, O Lord, I have turned my eyes and my face toward thee. Command that I be released from the earth, and that I hear reproach no more. Thou knowest, O Lord, that I am innocent of any sin with man, and that I did not stain my name or the name of my father in the land of my captivity. I am my father's only child, and he has no child to be his heir, no near kinsman or kinsman's son, for whom I should keep myself as wife. Already seven husbands of mine are dead. Why should I live? But if it be not pleasing to thee to take my life, command that respect be shown to me and pity be taken upon me, that I may hear reproach no more." The prayer of both was heard in the presence of the glory of the great God, and Raphael was sent to heal the two of them, to scale away the white films of Tobit's eyes, 
to give Sarah, the daughter of Raguel, in marriage to Tobias, the son of Tobit, and to bind Asmodeus, the evil demon, because Tobias was entitled to possess her. At that very moment, Tobit returned and entered his house, and Sarah, the daughter of Raguel, came down from her upper room. Our next reading is Isaiah chapter 41. Listen to me in silence, O coastlands. Let the peoples renew their strength. Let them approach, then let them speak. Let us together draw near for judgment. Who stirred up one from the east whom victory meets at every step? He gives up nations before him so that he tramples kings underfoot. He makes them like dust with his sword, like driven stubble with his bow. He pursues them and passes on safely by paths his feet have not trod. Have not trod. Who has performed and done this, calling the generations from the beginning? I, the Lord, the first and with the last, I am he. The coastlands have seen and are afraid. The ends of the earth tremble. They have drawn near and come. Everyone helps his neighbor and says to his brother, Take courage. The craftsman encourages the goldsmith, and he who smooths with the hammer, him who strikes the anvil, saying of the smoldering, It is good, and they fasten it with nails so that it cannot be moved. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the offspring of Abraham, my friend, you whom I took from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest corners, saying to you, You are my servant, I have chosen you and not cast you off. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Behold, all who are incensed against you shall be put to shame and confounded. Those who strive against you shall be as nothing and shall perish. You shall seek those who contend with you, but you shall not find them. Those who war against you shall be as nothing at all. For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I will help you. Fear not, you worm Jacob, you men of Israel. I will help you, says the Lord. Your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I will make of you a threshing sledge, new, sharp, and having teeth. You shall thresh the mountains and crush them, and you shall make the hills like chaff. You shall winnow them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the tempest shall scatter them, and you shall rejoice in the Lord. In the Holy One of Israel you shall glory. When the poor and needy seek water, and there is none, and their tongue is parched with thirst, I, the Lord, will answer him, them. I, the God of Israel, will not forsake them. I will open rivers on the bare heights, and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water, and the dry land springs of water. I will put in the wilderness the, the cedar, the acacia, the myrtle, and the olive. I will set in the desert the cypress, the plain, and the pine together, that men may see and know, may consider and understand together, that the hand of the Lord has done this, the Holy One of Israel has created it. Set forth your case, says the Lord. Bring your proofs, says the King of Jacob. Let them bring them and tell us what is to happen. Tell us the form of things, what they are, that we may consider them, that we may know their outcome, or to declare to us the things to come. Tell us what is to come hereafter, that we may know that you are gods. Do good, do no, or do harm, that we may dis be dismayed and terrified. Behold, you are nothing, and your work is not. An abomination is he who chooses you. I stirred up one from the north, and he has come, from the rising of the sun, and he shall call on my name. He shall trample on rulers as on mortar, as the potter treads clay." who declared it from the beginning that we might know and before time that we might say, He is right. There is none who declared it, none who proclaimed, none who heard your words. I have first declared it to Zion, and I give to Jerusalem a herald of good tidings. But when I look, there is no one. Among these there is no counselor who, when I ask, gives an answer. Behold, they are all a delusion. 
Their works are nothing. Their molten images are empty wind. Our last reading for today is Mark chapter 1, verses 14 to 31. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And passing along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net in the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me, and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in the boat mending the nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants, and followed him. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and taught. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority, and not as the scribes. And immediately there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this, a new teaching? With authority he commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. And immediately he left the synagogue and entered the house of Simon and Andrew, with James and John. Now Simon's mother-in-law lay sick with a fever, and immediately they told him of her. And he came and took her by her hand and lifted her up, and the fever left her, and she served them. That is everything for today. Thank you so much for following along, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye for now.